Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic of Mindset. We are going to return to one of the first things that we talked about here, and that is the concept of the highest self. But before I explain to you what this concept is, I want to give you a backstory on how it was introduced to me. So I'm going to take you back way, way, way back to like 2005-ish <laughs> when I was a big old hot mess of a person. I had zero idea what I was doing or what my end goal in life was. My parents had threatened to cut me off financially. At the time I was living in their house, they were not living there anymore. They had moved, but I was living in my childhood home, myself and my daughter. I was living there rent-free and they were helping me out financially. I'm very, very lucky for that. Um, But they basically said, you need to get your shit together because my shit was very much not together and get a better paying job or go back to school. And so being the lazy person I was back then, school seemed like an easier route. So I went back to school. And because I had absolutely no aim in life at the time, I truly could not envision a future beyond what I was going to do that weekend, where I was going to go out, what I was going to drink, what I was going to wear. I signed up for any course that I thought would require absolutely minimal effort. So I was enrolled in like a philosophy course, which no shade, that's pretty fucking cool. But like I was not that person then. I was just there because I heard it was easy. Um, I was taking like a human sexuality course because I've always been a low-key pervert. (laughs) And that's interesting. And again, thought it would be easy. And I took a bunch of like one credit courses. One of them happened to be in meditation. And let me be really, really clear 16, 17 years ago, I had zero, like none, no interest in learning how to meditate. I was only there because I was sure it meant it was going to be an easy A. But it turned out that that course completely changed my life. Now, I am a believer that we are always where we are supposed to be. And that is not to say, I always want to say a disclaimer whenever I make a statement like that. That is not to say that bad things don't happen. That is not to say that we deserve everything that happens. That is not to say that every situation, every trauma will quote unquote make us stronger. That is fucking bullshit. Horrible things happen. But I am also a believer in not arguing with reality, right? Because that just makes it worse. It makes whatever situation we are in worse. And so Where I was in that point in my life was where I needed to be because it got me to here. And being here right now, talking to you in this place, in this space, with these people, in this headspace, I would not change a fucking thing. (laughs) I wouldn't change a thing. I'm really grateful. I'm really, really grateful. And I want to share that with you because sharing gratitude is exactly how we call in more wonderful, amazing things to our lives. And so side note, if you do not have people that you can share your gratitude with, that you can share your wins with, I will be that person for you. I want to see you win. It is very important to vocalize where we are succeeding and where we feel good and to relish in those things. So by all means, if you need a person to share your wins with, you know where to find me. But anyway, I'm in that class. I was deep, 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 deep in my bullshit. I was 
full-on bulimic, binging all the time. I was drinking way too fucking much. I had absolutely no direction in my life whatsoever. And sitting in class on a random Wednesday, yes, I remember it was a Wednesday. Couldn't tell you the date if you put a gun to my head, but I remember it being a Wednesday because I remember thinking, fuck, it's a Wednesday. I can't change my life on a Wednesday. You have to wait to Monday. (laughs) I digress. Anyway, I'm sitting there. And she was leading us through a meditation and she said a Sanskrit phrase. And please excuse my pronunciation because I do not think I am saying this properly, but it's Om Namah Shivaya, which translates loosely to I bow with respect to my highest self. If you've worked with me in any coaching capacity, group coaching, one-on-one coaching, you've heard me say this phrase. I bow with respect to my highest self. I cannot, I just looked at my time around at 444. That's the second time I've seen 444 today in recording these episodes. So yay, hi universe, yay synchronicities. We love to see it. <laughs> but anyway, I can't say those words without getting head to toe chills. I cannot type those words. I cannot acknowledge those words without feeling really, really overcome with gratitude. And when I heard those words originally, they shook me because, you know, while I had always, religion has always been a part of my life. I think like many people, I was raised in a religion. I was raised Catholic. And so it was like something that you did, but it was never something I connected to. I never felt connected with God. I certainly never felt connected in a church and not to say, and I say that with hesitation because whenever I say something like that, I get somebody who's like, that's unholy. Look, whatever. My God does not offend him. My God lets me talk to him wherever I want to talk to him. I do not need to be in a church to have a relationship with God. If you feel that is a sacred space to you, I love it. I am happy for you. I've absolutely felt since then sacred times in a church. But at that moment in my life, the church did not feel welcoming to me. It did not feel loving to me. It did not feel divine to me at all. But that is not to say that I didn't believe in God and I didn't believe in a holy... in in a higher power, that I didn't believe in the universe and miracles. I was a mother at that point. And I knew intuitively with every fiber of my being that something amazing, bigger than I could ever comprehend was out there. And I had proof of that in my daughter. I knew that. But I had never considered that that thing, that thing that had blessed me with the only gift I had ever been given at that point, Evelyn, who changed my life. She was sent straight from God to just what a miracle she is. Um, But I digress. Anyway, I could not believe that that thing, that power, that beauty was also in me. But it also made complete sense because how could I ever pray to something, worship something, have a relationship with something that was creating everything around me, everything I had ever seen? How could that thing not also be inside of me? How could it not also be inside of you? How could it not also be inside of anything? And so, you know, I kind of stayed after class and I asked that teacher, like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? I bow, I bow before my highest self. And she kind of explained to me that this has a bunch of different meanings. It means to, I, you know, kind of like a namaste concept. I bow, but the divinity in me sees the divinity in you. I, acknowledge the God in you. I acknowledge the good in you. And I also acknowledge that that same God, that same good, that same power, that same oneness, that same wholeness, that same worthiness, that is in me too. And 
Well, I wish I could tell you right now that that was the moment my life changed. Everything was like Oprah miracles, aha moments from there. It was not. (laughs) It was not. It took me a lot more years to get my shit together. But that was absolutely, in other senses, the moment my life changed. Because that was when I became cognizant of the fact that the most holy thing I could do, the most sanctified, religious, respectful thing I could do was take care of myself. And that is a belief I still hold very, very true. How can we show up for others if we are not showing up fully for ourselves? How can we care for others if we are not doing that for ourselves? And so saying I bow before my highest self is acknowledging there is something in me, in you, in everything that is holy and that deserves to be respected. And so that is kind of how I created this concept of highest self and how I want to treat myself, how I want to show up for myself. Highest self became my potential. It became my magic. It became my light. It became everything in me that I wanted to explore. And it became kind of like the goalpost that I was aiming to. And so when we are living as our highest selves, we are living in alignment with our highest potential and we're living in alignment with our soul's calling. We are treating ourselves with kindness We are treating ourselves with love and we are treating ourselves with care. When we are living at our highest selves, we are living in alignment with our goals, but not goals in what kind of car we drive or what our weight is, you know, what size jeans we're in, none of those bullshit type goals. I mean, we are living in alignment with things that we are doing that are creating who we wish to be that are creating elevation in our lives for ourselves, but also for everybody around us. Because that is the highest goal of them all, right? I have a lot of goals. I'm sure you have a lot of goals. The goals I feel the most strongly about are goals that help other people, right? I want to help you. My goal is for this podcast to grow, but I want that growth to be directly connected with the growth that the listeners you experience. I want this to be successful because you are successful. I want my voice to be heard because people are able to make positive changes by some of the tips that I have given them. Like that is what I mean when I say goals that elevate not only you, but every single person around you. And so back to, you know, having a goal weight and that not being in in alignment with our highest selves, like how the fuck does weighing 140 pounds make anybody better for you? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make anybody better. It it does not make anybody better. In fact, it may harm other people and yourself because you could achieve that goal by doing detrimental things and that is absolutely not in alignment with your highest self. But on the other hand, if you are showing up as your highest self, you are treating your body kindly, you are treating your body with nourishment, you are showing yourself love, well that could carry over into helping anybody that you come in contact with because they see how you are showing up for yourself. They see the way you are nourishing yourself and you become a permission slip that will allow them to do the same. Like what a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so, you know, all that to say, I I truly believe any goal can come back to the highest self, but it's the why. It's the energy behind the things that make these goals in alignment with our highest self or that make them trash. The goal can be very, very similar right, to have a different experience in our body, but the why and how we go behind that, that can be very, very different. And until 
up until that point in my life, and again, I'm let me be very clear with you, I did not instantly change my life. I still had a lot of bullshit to work through in between then and now. But before then, any goal that I ever had was just me berating myself, me treating myself like shit, me talking shit to myself, me just ripping myself apart. After I had that realization, after that part piece was exposed to me, you know, that highest self-concept was unlocked to me, I was able to say, okay, this is what I want, but I need to do it in a way that honors me. I need to do it in a way that respects my being. Because if I am not respecting my being, I am not respecting my creator. And that is something I continue to believe. This is our bodies. I'm, I'm touching my chest. You can't see me. Um, this is the only home we have. Our only possession that we've ever been given is ourselves. And so I believe very, very fully. It is the core of my practice. It is why I keep, you know, coming back to nutrition and movement and fitness and all of those things because how we show up for our physical being is going to be directly correlated with how we can show up for our spiritual selves, with how we can show up for our mental and intellectual selves, and how we can show up with other people. And all of those things are so incredibly related. And, you know, back to the concept at hand, back to highest self, whenever I say showing up as our highest self, it intrinsically means being good to yourself, showing yourself love, nourishing, and I cannot stress that enough, nourishing yourself fully. Because if you're not nourishing yourself, well, what are you doing, right? Depriving yourself is never showing yourself love. It is never showing yourself respect. That's being a dick to yourself. But if you're nourishing yourself fully, if you are questioning, you know, is this serving me? Is this not serving me? Is this in alignment with how I wish to treat myself? That, that is showing up for yourself. And when you are able to do that, it changes, it changes everything. But in order to figure out who your highest self is, how that person shows up, how that version rather of you shows up, you're going to need to do something. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you are going to need to do some self-questioning. Get really, really clear on what your, this is not like a concept that is going to be the same for everybody. This is going to look very, very different on every single person. And that's a beautiful thing because we are so different and we all have different ways of moving through life and showing up for ourselves and sharing our light. And so it's really important that you get clear on what that looks like for you. And so ask yourself, who am I when I am thriving? Who am I when everything in my life is going well? How am I showing up for myself? This is more, you know, something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, creating affirmations, creating intentions. Who do you wish to be? Who do you wish to be and how do you wish to show up for your life? If you could think about a version of your day, of your week, of your month, where things are going well. And I'm not talking make-believe here. I'm not talking like you hire a maid, you, you know, instantly lose 20 pounds, your kids instantly stop being assholes, and you get a driver to take them to baseball practice every single night. Like, wouldn't that be fucking nice? <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your real life, but things are going well. What does that look like? What does that feel like? How are you showing up? How is your highest self showing up? If you were killing it at life, if things were going amazingly, what would you be doing? What would that look like? When would you be waking up? What would your mornings look like? What would you be eating? How would you be talking to yourself in the morning? How would you be nourishing yourself in the morning? How much time would you have? How much time do you need? When would you be moving your body? Because like I just said, I will build a house on that hill 
nobody is showing up as their highest self if they are not taking time to move their body, if they are not investing in their health and wellness, which don't get it twisted, can be as simple as going on a walk a couple times a week, right? Just move, do something. Do something because you have a gift. You were given this life, this body. We have to honor it. We have to take care of it. So how are you treating yourself? What what are you prioritizing around your health and wellness? And think about these in present tense. I am treating myself with kindness. I am getting eight hours of sleep. I am eating ample amounts of fruits and vegetables. I am a healthy person with healthy habits. I show up for myself and I honor my body's needs and wants. I am confident. I am secure. I am disciplined. Like create lists of who you wish to be. And then ask yourself, how can I show up as this person? And use that version of you, the version that you absolutely can be, that version that you can step into right this very moment if you believe yourself capable of it, which side note, you are capable of it. How can you make these behaviors into your realities? How can you make these desired behaviors into actions? Get really, really specific. And then think about ways that you can add these things into your life. And also get clear on what you don't want to do. I mean, this goes back to the episode a couple weeks ago that we did around my vibe check. Like, this is why self-questioning and checking in with yourself is so important. It allows you to create yourself rather than to just show up like a zombie in your life. And so living in your highest self means living with intention. And living with intention means putting thought into what you are doing, putting thought into how you are showing up for yourself. But that allows you to create really, really, really amazing things. And so my hope with this episode is you will get comfortable asking yourself what you want. You will get comfortable asking yourself what you need. You will get comfortable having a relationship with yourself. One where you will check in and and think of yourself. You know, I'm not asking you to think of yourself as two different people. I'm asking you to think of yourself as one person, but knowing that maybe what you are doing right now is not in alignment with what you wish to be. And so you're forming a relationship with this version of yourself that you are turning into. How can I best show up for myself? What does my life look like when I am living as my highest self? And come back to that. Come back to that often because coming back to that will, it will create amazing changes for you. It will keep you ahead of your bullshit. Lord knows it it, it has served me well in, in keeping me aware of mine, not always ahead of mine, full disclosure. Still, you know, it took me a while to, to judge it all out, but maybe you can learn from my mistakes by making this into a real solid self-questioning practice and really putting it into action. Who am I when I'm showing up as my highest self? How does this look? How does this feel? How can I keep this version of me as the main version of me and go from there? So I'm going to tie it up here. If you would like some help figuring out what your highest self looks like, I would be honored to help you. Let me help you. These are some of my favorite. I like to call them our manifesting appointments because we are manifesting easy, rapid changes for you because all these changes already exist. They already are in you. They are already a part of you. They are the highest version of you. It is just tapping into you. And so if you want to get a little weird with it, a little woo with it, hit me up, make an appointment and we can... We can make some magic happen around here. So I hope this helps. 
Uh, I will see you. I never thought on these things. I will see you. I would love to see you in person, maybe on Zoom even. That would be wonderful. I will hope to see you soon. And as always, you know where to find me. I look forward to hearing from you and I will talk to you next week.